Hey, buddies. If you're hearing this on the free episode, then we've got a normal episode coming up for you in just a minute. And uh, if none of this interests you, feel free to skip ahead. But I would I would be remiss if I didn't update people that as I record this last night, uh, Friday night, Fez Watley of the Ron and Fez show died. Um, so again, you know, if you don't care about any of this, skip ahead. I'll just going to do a couple minutes on it. But uh, for those of you on the Patreon, you guys know that me, Mike and Craig did a Fez Watley tribute a couple months ago. And uh, I had said that Fez Watley is a, a, a catalyst in helping me get through some of my, you know, mental uh, self-pity or self-loathing or whatever you want to call it that I was going through, you know, not just a year ago, but for uh, most of my life, really, since I was a kid. Um, and, uh, you know, if you never heard of the Ron Fez show, they were on Sirius XM, they were in Washington, they were in New York City for a while. Um, but it was a fascinating, I just tweeted out that it would be like if Howard Stern hired, not just hired a whack packer, but made him an equal partner. <laughs> and uh, Fez was a little more than that, but it's, it, it, it's bizarre. If you go back and listen to old Ron and Fez clips, especially from the later years, you're hearing a man have a mental breakdown and he would cry on the air every day and most shows he wouldn't speak. Uh, so it would be, it would be like if this was called the blind Mike project and Craig talked to you for an hour and sometimes I'd throw in a few words, you know, it doesn't, it didn't make any sense. It was a wild examination of, depression, narcissism, um, insecurity, lack of confidence. It's, it, you know, and a lot of that applied to me uh, because, you know, I, I'm, I, you know, I'm not the extreme case that Fez was, but there were a lot of similarities uh, that concerned me and made me, you know, so like when people started to point out that uh, I had a lack of confidence or I was getting sensitive or whatever, I would listen to these old, you know, at first I'd be like, ah, that's bullshit. I didn't, I didn't buy it. And then I would listen to these old Ron and Fez clips and hear some similarities again, not to the extreme levels uh, that were on the Ron and Fez show, but I did hear similarities and I was like, Oh, that's not good. Because if you listen to the Ron and Fez show, that's not, you know, that's not, it's, they weren't admirable qualities that Fez had. And I think that's what made him so interesting. I, I hope it doesn't sound like I'm dumping on the guy. The guy had genuine mental issues. And the Ron and Fez show was a truly captivating study of mental illness every day. Um, and, you know, he was uh, he, he originated as his real name is Todd Hillier. Uh, Fez Watley was a gay character that he played or ambiguously gay where he was very stereotypically gay, but he talked about having a girlfriend in Canada and all that type of shit. And um, eventually he came out, Todd Hillier came out as gay, but he was also a virgin at age, you know, 60, whatever he was uh, never had sex in his life because he was so uh, fearful of everything around him. It was, you know, I, I'm not, I don't want to go through the whole history of Ron and Fez, we did an episode, like I said, a couple months back on Patreon. Um, if you want to check that out, where we give kind of the full history of Ron and Fez. And we will do, uh, me, Mike, and Craig will do a part two of that uh, at some point this week in honor of the great Fez Watley. Um, but I, yeah, I was, I was very bummed out about that because uh, 
the Ron and Fez, old clips of the Ron and Fez show really did help me out and help me realize uh, some of my problems that, you know, everyone around me could see, but I could not. Ironically, I could, of course, I could not see. Them. But like genuinely, you don't notice when you're in that state. Um, and that, that really did uh, help me a lot. So, I, you know, I would be, uh, like I said, I would be remiss if I did not mention the great Fez Watley here. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll dive into the Ron and Fez show a little bit on Patreon this week. Um, and I guess one other quick update would just be that we talk about Yan Mi Park in this episode, if you're, if you're listening to the free episode. Um, and uh, right when we finished, Andrew Schultz tweeted that he talked to Rogan about Yan Mi Park. I just listened to it. Again, we'll talk about that on the Patreon this week as well. Um, but uh, Schultz was very funny on Joe Rogan. And it was an interesting discussion. They talk about whether or not Yanmi Park is is lying um, or fabricating her story, which we get into today. So enjoy the free episode. Uh, you know, R.I.P. Fez, and uh, enjoy the show. We are live. All right, gearheads. Uh, let me get this out of the way first. If you don't like. Inside comedy talk or, you know, this talking about the same comedians for the 10,000th time. Run, get the hell out of here. <laughs> it's not going to be for you today, I don't think. So I'll get this out of the way. I'll say subscribe to patreon.com slash blind mic. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, you can get these live streams for as little as $1 a month. Uh, go check out Very Good Show. Check out our boy Matt at Vaulted Podcast in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. And then, you know, we've already got your download, which I appreciate. Leave a five-star review. And now you can go. Make sure you <laughs> listen. I know there's people like, oh, you're talking about Rogan again. Make sure you listen for the 30 seconds, though. We need that. I think that Yeah, counts. we need 30. Yeah, yeah, right. You keep, I think we've probably filled it by now. So yeah, you're probably good. Yeah. And to show what kind of inside, uh, you know, radio talk we're going to get into, this is not in the news at all. It's just totally, totally out of nowhere. There's nothing that Craig has mentioned to me that would inspire me to say this, but isn't Opie from Opie and Anthony just the biggest asshole who seems like a real cunt to work with? I mean, you said it a lot to me. No, he seems great. I don't know. I think he'd be awesome to work with. I, that's not what I've heard. He seems like a real fucking... And everyone who's ever worked with him has said that? I don't think so. I think they've all said the opposite. Well, I actually to disagree. I actually welcome being filmed while taking shits, also. Well, who, who doesn't? Yeah. Uh, well, I just wanted to get that out. Again, there's no reason I would have said that. No, I mean, I, I think it would be a great thing for him to make there's a no comeback. One, there's no one who had a secret meeting today. No, no one. I know. No. No, scheming behind my back. I was pretty upfront. No one I mean, would be doing that. I mean, not me. Someone else. You were upfront. <laughs> Who gave it to you, you cunt? Well, that's what I mean. It wasn't behind your back. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. Secrets, secrets. Someday, you'll all know. And by that, I mean probably a week or two. Mm-mm. Probably, probably more than that. Ah, Jesus. You know what I hate? And this is, uh, you know. Uh, a, fr- a friend of mine is uh, having job interviews. Yeah. And this actually isn't you. Obviously, the last stuff was vague references to you. This is not. <laughs> the, the, uh, is that going to fuck you? We can cut it out when we release it for free. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, good. <laughs> Neither do I. Um, 
uh, a friend of mine is having uh, job interviews and she's in the third, she just completed the third round of interviews. And at the end of it, they said like, all right, expect a call for your fourth round of interviews. <laughs> and I asked her like, what, what are the differences? Like, what are the levels? And she's like, no, I, I just have to talk to four different people, tell them all the same thing. You'd think you'd do it all at once. You know, it's like, I don't know what that's testing. That's got to be corporate bullshit. Like, well, we have to run them through their paces, you know, make sure they earn their dues. Well, yeah. I, so typically in those situations, there would be, they would, if you're not even around, you would like zoom in or something. Oh, Just, oh yeah. Well, that's what, that's what they're doing, which is more bizarre. Oh, fuck. I have no it's idea. It's like you can't. And, uh, yeah, well, never mind. This is all boring shit. I don't know why I'm talking about someone we don't know's job. That's true. I was gonna, I was just gonna say, I don't know what to follow up with. <laughs> <laughs> this is just conversations you overhear on the bus. Just some asshole rambling about. Moral of the story: Greg Opie Hughes, great guy. Well, it's not what I hear, but maybe <laughs> the homeless guy didn't need that cake. <laughs> That might be the nicest thing he's done. Coworkers <laughs> wish he they he did that to him. Um, so, I uh, uh, I, I mentioned that Yanmi Park thing uh, last week. I listened to Yanmi Park on Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. and I thought it was a pretty interesting story. And then yesterday, someone here on patreoncom slash Mike. um, Mike Reardon. Uh, Yes, great, great gearhead, Mike, a priest, I believe. Mm. Is that right? Is that the same guy? I believe so. Slash Mike, yeah. also Mike Teary, I think. Okay, that's, the men of the cloth wouldn't lie. That was a uh, January blind Mike project activities. We've grown. Oh, we all remember. You don't need to tell them. We've grown so much. I <laughs> we all we all remember. I talk now. It's crazy. It's fun. <laughs> Um. Oh, boys, am I sweating my? Ass. I'm gonna turn this on. Yeah, the sound isn't too bad. Lab rats. Uh, lab rats pissed about the the teaser. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know because the you know the real funny part about that, and I apologize to lab rat. There may never be a payoff. <laughs> Probably won't be because <laughs> it may not happen, and then I'll forget to mention it. <laughs> I mean, if, if something of that magnitude happened to someone we know, I think we'd talk about it. Yeah, probably. Probably. He called me Craig Shells. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you'll find out soon enough, I'm sure. Um, but what was I saying? Oh, yes. The, uh, the, the, the good father told us that uh, sent us an article that I finally got to read. He sent it to us while we were on air. So I read it after the show. Um, and I don't know if this is real. They bring up a lot of interesting points, I guess, Mm -hmm. but I, I can't get past. Yes. If, if she's lying about her story, that should be exposed. Of course. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying any, no, what, like, Hey, don't pursue this. Even if she's lying, who cares? Not saying that, (laughs) but it is a weird cause to take up what to say like North Korea is not that bad. Yeah, it is a weird, co- a weird cause. Uh, most of this article, I think, is useless and pointless until you get to um, the mother 
in that whole section. Yeah, yeah, that's what I, I thought the same thing. Further down, there starts to be some inconsistencies. But I have kind of logic behind those, too. Do you want to read them? Sure. Yeah, so, uh, like I said, if you didn't listen to Yanmi Park on Rogan, mm. it was a crazy story. Um, I saw, you know, I think Barstool and a few other outlets wrote about it. Um, and, you know, it's very interesting. It uh, obviously depressing to listen to, but you know, it's unbelievable what the people go through over there. Now, there's an article saying uh, that basically, when she went to South Korea, they called her the Paris Hilton of South Korea. Right, because of the clothes she was wearing, and her mother had like a Dolce and Gabbana bag or something. Saying that she's rich, but I sus. What are the classes in North Korea like? Like, is there a real upper class? I think uh, the upper class in this situation is still starving, but someone smuggled in a bag that the person carries. That, that's exactly what I thought. You know, you got uh, that's why will hand me down. Yeah, that's why I honestly don't even give a fuck about that part. It's when the mother's talking about her on the show, I think is the most damning. Yeah, so that I found interesting. Um, so this is from uh, The Diplomat. The, this is a few years ago, too, by the way. Is it? I didn't even know that. Um, uh, maybe not the one I sent you, but the first the first article written about it was from 2014, I think. No shit. Yeah. So, you know, people have been on her for years. And again, it's tough to say because my immediate instinct is, well, if seven years ago someone made an accusation and there has been no follow-up on it, then there's probably nothing there. But, you know, how slop- we all know how sloppy journalism is now. So, And her being a uh, babe has nothing to do with our... Uh, Thoughts on this story. Say again? I said her being a babe has nothing to do with our thoughts on this story. Gotta get it no, there. that isn't a conflict that ran through my mind while I was watching <laughs> Rogan. The whole time I'm looking at her like, man, she is just a delightful person. You know what I did think is she's got a bizarre person, be a bizarre person to try and date. Uh, yeah, she's got, <laughs> you know, she's got real big problems, though. So that, I mean, well, hey, you know, real yeah. big, real big problems. Yes, yes. Well, <laughs> my point is more, uh, you know, you think American girls have a lot of baggage. Imagine her on a bad day. <laughs> she'll, you eat, know? she'll eat your foot. <laughs> <laughs> you reach for the clicker. She's fucking <laughs> out the window, <laughs> squirming out of the way. God forbid you're on top. That's going to be horrifying for her. Well, why are we doing this? Why have we sexualized her? I didn't know what you're talking about. I thought you meant like uh, in the, the food chain. I really don't. I don't like that we did that. That's in poor taste. Yanmi Park seems like a very nice gal. Now uh, let's try and defame her. <laughs> so um, I'm just going to skip to the part where uh, her mom is talking about the show. Please. Yes. Um. Going back through the archives of the South Korean television show, Now On My Way to Meet You, which I mentioned yesterday, stinks, um, in which Parks stars. Uh, uh, in one of the episodes, the host refers to Parks' mom, and she says, when we talk about stories of people eating grass or people struggling to eat, Yeju, I'm assuming that's how you pronounce that, um, Parks' pseudonym says, oh, that never happened, and why is that? Did Yeju never go through these experiences? Park's mother replies, uh, we were not to that extent. We were just never in a position where we were starving, which almost contradicts everything said on Rogan. Completely contradicts. 
<laughs> and so again, unless the the one thing that I thought of is, uh, she said we never. She didn't. She didn't know what starving was, or something like that, because that's the only feeling she ever had. Mm-hmm. But in this context, it does not sound like that. No, it sounds like they were like borderline well fed. Yeah, so it's tough. The, the other, my other defensive Yanmi, or as uh, Craig calls her, Yemeni Park, <laughs> uh, would be that a lot of the stuff in this article. And, you know, hey, maybe the, if, if this is the case, then you can't make a career out of going around telling your story, uh, which is fair. But a lot of the inaccuracies in the article are things that maybe you could misremember if you were seven years old at the time. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that. Does, it seems like a little, like, hey, she didn't exactly remember everything to a T, from when she was eight, nine years old when she left the country. Right. But then, hey, you can't make a living off of telling an inaccurate story either. So I get, like, people should go after her. It just, this just seemed very nitpicky. So Be- the the part of this where I'm starting to believe the writer mm-hmm. is it's painting a picture of this uh, woman wanting to be famous. Right. And- yeah, that is interesting, too. And by the way... I, I, we glossed over this. Craig mentioned the title of the North Korean show she was on, and he said it stinks. And I should point out, he means the title stinks. Craig did not binge watch. <laughs> this, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just watching the whole thing. This uh, South Korean SNL program. <laughs> Second season, it really picks up. Um, uh, the Once next Alec Baldwin played uh, Kim Jong Un. It really <laughs> took off. It's just the same Trump voice. <laughs> a different wig. <laughs> um, the next part of their exchange is equally enlightening. Uh, Park's mother goes on to say, so when Yiju started working for this program, I think she became more aware of the situation in North Korea. The host responds, it sounds like Yiju learnt heaps on this program. And Park's mother says, she calls me before and after um, a show recording asking me, am I really North Korean? Um, She says that she has no idea what the other girls on the show are talking about. She thinks everyone on the show is lying. So that makes me think. Now, here's again where it gets strange. Because it seemed like the article was trying to say, hey, it's not that bad in North Korea. But that part seemed more to me like uh, Yan Mi is taking other people's stories. Correct. And passing them off as she lived it. Right. Which is still bad. She shouldn't, you know, she doesn't deserve to be famous if she's straight up lying. But it doesn't change that that stuff happened to two people in that country. You know what I'm saying? Correct. That's exactly what I was thinking when I was reading this. She's taken the little bit. Ooh, that would be good. Ooh. I like that. And now she's on fucking Joe Rogan. You know what I mean? She's just taking little little bits from everyone because who who the fuck's going to fact check or how could you? (laughs) Right. It's not like the million little pieces guy where it was like he just made up a story. Right. She said things that happened in North Korea. So in a way, she's it's weird. It's so weird because if all that stuff is true, but didn't happen to her. Yeah. She's still doing a good thing. Right, but even I would, if it's for shitty reason, even if it's to get famous, I would go through different conduit if it does come out that this is all bullshit. Right, 
I think the message needs to get out there, but clearly she has ulterior motives. Right, of course, not through her. Well, I mean, if you look- another factor that I thought of through this is uh, she was completely uneducated until whatever age in North Korea. Mm-hmm. Like, didn't have a real education. And English is not her first language. Oh, that wasn't clear listening. <laughs> well, yes, she's overcome it. But... <laughs> I, I and you know that's an assumption by me. I apologize. I suspect English is not her first language. <laughs> so there is again the possibility that some of this stuff gets lost in translation. Now that again, that doesn't excuse lying. If she's just straight up lying, uh, then you know, fuck her. But I do kind of give a little room, and maybe this is me being uh, sexist or a uh, you know a bleeding hard liberal that wants to sympathize with this person. Labrat says she is a fraud. <laughs> You know, I, I, maybe he really believes that, but that is like lab rat to just <laughs> jump right in. I kind of, I kind of, I kind of think she is. You think so? She went on Joe Rogan. She's dressed in like this Dolce and Gabbana shit. Mm-hmm. She's coming up with this sob story, which if true in any capacity is sad. Right. But then you find out shit like uh, she ended up crossing with her dad the whole time her mom wasn't raped like all the juicy parts of the original story gone yeah that was there was a couple weird parts where her dad was alive at certain points he wasn't alive at certain points he was jailed at certain points or he, the time he stayed in jail wasn't right that part i can that part doesn't matter yeah that part i can see her fucking up as well right who she, you're fucking six how do you know right. sentences like <laughs> <laughs> yeah but hey if she does the you you're right craig that was a good uh, observation that the part that's weird is that she was on she was on tv she's been on a bunch of podcasts she's been on rogan so that does lead you to think maybe she is doing it for fame and that's fine unless you're lying and making shit up and i saw somewhere she did something She's working with a for-profit organization, not a, you know. Oh, that was in the article as well that uh, there was some weird mistake, quote-unquote, with the money they were collecting, Mm -hmm. where the excuse is like, my friends set up the PayPal and uh, didn't do it right, but no money's been taken. It was very weird. It had a, uh, what's that girl's name? Who's the girl that shows her tits at baseball games? Oh. And said um, it was for charity? Uh. Julia Rose or something? Something like that. It's Logan Paul's, uh, or no, Jake Paul's girlfriend, I think. Yeah, it had that kind of vibe where you're like, where, where is this going? <laughs> what happened to her, by the way? She's Jake Paul's girlfriend? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like her uh, Instagram disappeared. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, uh, to me, I don't know any of those people. She's you know what I mean? Like, I don't, even Logan Paul and Jake Paul, who are super famous, I don't know what they do. I heard Logan Paul on KFC radio a couple of years ago and I actually liked him. Like your instinct is to hate those kind of guys. Mm-hmm. But I was like, he seems like a, 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 a bit of a pompous asshole, but a down to earth guy for the most part. Logan, you said? Yeah, I think it was Logan. Yeah. yeah. Well, Logan, Jake seems like an asshole. Logan really just had the one big fuck up in I'm actually on team he didn't fuck up with the suicide I, I was just about to say, I don't believe that was a fuck up. You're talking about the suicide yeah. garden or whatever it was? Cause he suicide lit, forest? Because he didn't show the guy, you know, his face or anything. Showed that it was like there, but he was also, you know, telling people if you need help, call, don't get to this point. Uh, like, I mean, he was putting out like f- suicide hotline phone. He was like helping 
Yeah, and he in the video, just in the video, he was shocked, like taken aback by it. I mean, he wasn't a, pulling a weekend at Bernie's like <laughs> wacky skit with these dead bodies. Yeah, he didn't have, you know, it wasn't the best that he happened to find a dead body while wearing a minion's hat, whatever the fuck he was wearing. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think I would have reacted any better than that. No, well, you know where Logan Paul fucked up is that he's Logan Paul. Right. And that he's not, he wasn't allowed to have uncovered that. But right. if you do it under the guise of uh, a documentarian or, you know, CNN going there to investigate, uh, then it's still sensational. It's still, hey, look at the dead bodies. We want viewers. But it's under this guise of professionalism where Logan Paul isn't allowed to do that. Right. And, and his target audience is typically like 12-year-olds. Right. Which I think should hear that stuff because they're the ones getting bullied. Yeah, right. Not every fucking YouTube channel has to be like, you know, dissing celebrities. There and couldn't have been a bigger disclaimer on that video either. Yeah, that I remember that and thinking it was uh, fucked up. But mm. I'm sure Logan Paul's doing all right without us but who's not doing all right is Yanmi Park. Right. If this is, uh, if this is true, that, that, and that's why I brought it up. I'm not the guy to investigate it. I'm not a smart man. Um, you know, so, uh, that's more of a Kirk Minahan getting to the crux, expose this broad. But, uh, I just thought I should bring it up because it is interesting. It's kind of a conflict where you're like, she's, she's telling maybe a lot of people's stories, but maybe it's not her story. Hmm. I think it's definitely, um, you know, she's playing the hits. <laughs> I like that phrasing. Yeah. She's like, the best of North Korea. <laughs> she's like, she's like, ooh. <laughs> she's just. <laughs> the North Korean reunion tour. All your favorites. <laughs> we've got beatings. We've got rapes. We've got starvation. <laughs> we've got it all, folks. Uh, uh yes, all the hits. <laughs> they got executed for a fucking watching Top Gun or whatever the fuck. Do you miss eating rats' eyeballs? Well, no more, my friends. We're bringing it back. <laughs> uh, and this is an '80s North Korea. This is peak Kim Jong Il. We're bringing to you. He was an asshole. Don't forget that. <laughs> The worst of North Korea. They spit. They, they like poke fun at themselves. Is there another, uh, another Kim Jong Il something before the last one? I it was not Kim Jong. It was Kim, Kim Il Sun or something like that. Then Kim Jong Il. Then this guy. Kim Jong Un. Yeah, this guy. <laughs> this dude. <laughs> then this jerk. How he's a, how he's alive? I do not know. Meaning what? He's just so. Made of fat, you know. <laughs> well, not anymore. Didn't you lose a bunch of weight? No. That's all the all the articles say. All the headlines I read from him. It he looks, lost a ton it, of weight. It looks like there's so much pressure on his ears, and it's keeping his head on. Like, <laughs> that's what he looks like when I see him. And he's got what the, happened to him dying. Uh, he's died like four times in the last I, year. I know, but it, when does, it didn't go as far as like ah, he's not doing so great. It was he died, and the sister is taking over. Right, that was one of them. He must have made a insane recovery. It's like, I got you. <laughs> it was a little practical joke. <laughs> I was seeing who betrayed me. 
Or it's a body double. We'll have to get Channel Zero on to expose this. That's true. That's true. That'd be a good but one. But I'll tell you, you know, you could you could fault our girl, Yanmi Park, for a lot of things, possibly. You know, if she is a fraud, then you can certainly fault her for that. If he's telling, uh, you know, half-truths, that's, that's no good. But there was an accusation lobbed against her <laughs> that I'm not sure I understand. But Miss Chucky doll... I mean, yeah, maybe, listen, you could accuse me of perhaps scrubbing the depths of the internet to find this. Considering there's 1,500 views. (laughs) Well, yeah, but it's more than this program, so we're still punching up. True. Our YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube, folks. It's more more than our YouTube. Yeah. (laughs) I'm afraid she's going to come after us now. I don't don't know if I'm ready for Miss Chucky Doll, the venom that she spews in this video. For this completely normal-looking face and clearly oiled-up tits for the video. Uh, A lovely lady. If that's how she identifies, I don't even know. I I don't either, but she clearly rubbed baby oil right in her boobs before this video was shot. Well, that's the look now. I do it, too. I literally to sexy it up for this podcast. I've sometimes. literally never seen this look in my life. <laughs> so, uh, the, and I, uh, to be honest, I did. The only reason I looked for this video is because I have heard uh, people shitting on Yanmi Park. And didn't we say it at the time when we first discussed this podcast? We talked about how she said something about uh, she kind of shit on Michelle Obama. And she said that, uh, you know, slavery is terrible, but why do we only look at one kind of slavery? Like, why do we focus on the fact that uh, American slavery from 200 years ago is awful, but uh, this other type of slavery in another nation, we just don't care about? Which I thought was a very good and interesting point. Um, no one but others disagreed. I think... I think uh, people need to just focus on the now, not the obviously learn history in in class and everything, because whatever that's saying about history, you're doomed to repeat it if you don't. I forget. Let's hear. Let's hear from the uh, young lady. All right. This family is Kenesha Holy Sachin. shit. I am back with another That's, video. Imagine that and voice. Oh. Video, oh, would that be fucking brutal to, to listen to every morning? So, I'm sorry, go back. I talked over. And today's family is Kenesha Sachin. I am back with another video. And today's video, we're going to be talking about this woman who referred to black Americans as privileged. So... Black she is Americans a babe. <laughs> Yam, Yamni Park. Not only from her race of people, but you have a lot of trouble with that MN, don't you? To be honest, <laughs> yeah, yeah, really yeah, like I said Yamni that time. What is? So I know you did. Oh. It's Yamni. <laughs> oh, whatever. It seems like she's projecting because what's privileged is when you get to defect from your fucked up country, North Korea, and you get to <laughs> run your ass over here and speak on our politics <laughs> when you can't even. Speak that was my politics. favorite line. Oh. I mean, we stopped at the perfect. Place. Oh, that is not the best line of this video. <laughs> oh, you don't think I I love the idea that hey, listen, you don't know what privilege is until you get to defect from North Korea. <laughs> That's the greatest privilege. I wish I could defect from North that, Korea. I they wish, won't let me in. <laughs> she should really defect from this country if she hates it so much. <laughs> um no, do you remember do you recall the white balls line? Oh, you know what? You're right. Hey, Craig. 
You've bested me again. That is that's good producing to remind me of that. that is correct. Easily the best line of this video. I apologize. We'll get to that. I'm gonna I'll, but, I'll back this up too. Yeah, back it up. I want to hear that again. Thing because what's privileged is when you get to defect from your fucked up country, North Korea, and you get to run your ass over here and speak on our politics when you can't even speak. Yes, about it's quite a treat. <laughs> I've always thought, well, wouldn't it be great to be kidnapped and tortured and starved and beaten? A bunch of wouldn't kids. That be, I, God damn it, I wish. <laughs> a bunch of kids going through worse than nom shit. And yeah, she's if it like, wasn't for this Ugh. white skin, I could be enslaved someday. <laughs> Ooh, you see your best friend blow up trying to escape? Ooh. <laughs> yeah, listen. I cannot tell uh, Miss Chucky doll or any person of color. Uh, maybe you could say that I can as a disabled person, I guess, but we'll just focus on the fact that I'm a white man. <laughs> I cannot tell any person of color. You don't know how good you have it here. I don't have that right. But I feel like a North Korean defector <laughs> <laughs> might be able to, you know, swing her dick a little bit on the fact that maybe you don't know how good you have it here. <laughs> Oh, you picked a plant and your hand got cut off? <laughs> really? When and you were assassinated? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my your goodness. picture your picture frame was dusty and you got your throat cut? <laughs> <laughs> what a what a joy that would be. By I the, wish. By the way, that article did uh talk about there actually being TV there, but it was all about like the, te the 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 program on the channel was like, look how awesome our leader is. <laughs> <That was, laughs> It'd be like, but we only had Fox News. Everyone's like, oh god, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> no, <laughs> you poor things. Actually, I think they would actually love that because then they could be like, look, the, the fucking North Korea thinks this is appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Just be something to. Turn but on. you're right. The other thing they pointed out was that some of the punishments. Um, in that article, they talk, talked to another woman who defected in the 80s or something. Mm -hmm. Which, again, different time. I don't know that that's fair because a lot can change in 20, 30 years. Correct. Back in the 80s, it was like almost a habitable place. Yeah, they had it good. Okay. They don't know how good they had it. Well, that's true in terms <laughs> of North Korea. Right. <laughs> um, but she did say that the punishments. Uh, well, didn't fit the crime to say the least, but <laughs> that she, uh, this person that they talked to said, no way uh, would you be killed for this crime. You would be, you would simply be jailed for like fucking 15 days. They said or something stupid, which again, that's privilege, right? Hey, thrown in jail for reading a book. Oh, you lucky dog. They said that uh, murder would be justified for uh, was it was uh, sorry. Execution would be justified by murder, large-scale robbery, and something else. I forget uh, what the other oh, one is. I like it. We should start executing people for that shit. <laughs> they should. That'd be great. Yeah. I, think, uh, I think the crime would go down just a smidge. You're damn right, Craig. There'd be no one left in More Chicago. More murder. No one left in Chicago. <laughs> well, oh, this guy. Did you listen to Kirk's show today? Yeah. Okay, all right. I didn't know if you were saying that as a joke or literally threw out that stat. <laughs> no, I was saying it as a joke. 72 dead this weekend or whatever the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> that was very funny. <laughs> um, now, let's see her from uh, uh, Miss Ch Chucky Doll because she's got more, 
more to say. By the way, it is very funny watching her read whatever the fuck she's like saying. Like she has it. Yeah, written this is on a her. written rant. <laughs> it very much is. You can see the lifelessness in her eyes because she's focused on words. That's brutal. I mean, an outsider looking in could say a lot of what I've done is sad. Mm-hmm. Hey, let me play in ping pong and humiliate myself or get a wallet <laughs> thrown in my face. But at least it's genuine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the same type of humiliation, but you've written it down. <laughs> it's prepared. You from when you a whole enemy to America and you still get to run your ass over here and let the dominant society know that you are down with white terrorism. Running your ass over here, speaking out against black Americans. Without us, there would be no America and your ass would have starved in North Korea. I'm grateful. Anti-black races like you need to be banned from America for even speaking on black Americans. I will say, if she's making up a whole bunch of stories, she could come across as anti-black. I would not. It's funny. If if she is making up a bunch of stories, this woman could be a hero. Right. <laughs> for speaking up against the on me. No, she, she would have been a hero until like a few lines in this that you're like, yeah, could have done without that one. Yeah, there's some that maybe you wouldn't uh, say behind a podium, necessarily. <laughs> the only time you need to be opening your mouth is when it comes to those white balls you suck in. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's so... <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that this woman thinks Yanmi Park came over here just to fucking suck the dick of the white man and be like, hey, aren't these blacks terrible, guys? I just enjoy that she went with balls. Those white balls you suck in. And Joe Rogan was getting serviced, apparently, yeah. under that desk. Good for him. Like I said, huge problems with that lady. Good for him. Speaking on black Americans, the only time you need to be opening your mouth is when it comes to those white balls you suck in. And if you're not doing that, I have to say, this lady is funny. <laughs> she's very funny. It's the funniest like, I don't part, think though. She's trying to be necessarily, but she is very funny. No, it's so funny because she's reading that line. Somewhere, somewhere, somewhere it says, White balls you suck in. <laughs> and she's, no, no, no. What you're missing, though, is somewhere it says, uh, with pencil erased, white cock. <laughs> you can see the faint cock <laughs> scribbled out. Yeah. <laughs> so do I say white cotton? She's like, you know what? Balls is funnier. Let's go with balls. Someone please remind me to make that a drop. Please. <laughs> By the time is over, I will forget. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to. She's workshopping. She's like, uh, hey, is this funny? Can I, I, you know, I need another pair of ears on this. Sometimes you just get too close. <laughs> is white balls funny? Or should I just stick with dick? Is that the classic? <laughs> White balls you suck in. <laughs> That's it. White balls you suck in. That should be our intro. We should do that. And say subscribe to patreon.com slash blind mic and just go home. White balls you suck in. <laughs> How fun. Anytime it'll Extra apply. Goodies. <laughs> These two would have a fun show. Oh, you kidding me? That would be wild. <laughs> the goodies and balls show. White balls you suck in. And if Extra you're not doing that, then... <laughs> I like the idea of those two narrating a porn together. <laughs> they could do blind porn. Jerry and uh, uh, Miss Chucky Doll color commentating. <laughs> Jerry. <laughs>
when he's trying to figure out what's going on, just like the, uh, <laughs> that would be so funny. I suspect uh, they may not line up politically. Uh, they, they moved to the couch. <laughs> I don't know. Is there any more, uh, any more to this? I mean, that's not getting topped. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> so that's interesting. Maybe, uh, you know, take whatever allegation you want from Yanmi Park. Is she a liar or a racist? You decide. I just bring you guys the the facts and you form your opinions, you know? Yeah. White balls, you suck it. White balls, you suck it. Uh, speaking of Joe Rogan's balls, uh, fucking Keith Oberman. This <laughs> asshole. He's What kind of a segue was <laughs> I was going to say, I'll tell you what went through my mind there. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll tell you, this is the mind of a broadcasting <laughs> genius like myself. Yeah. I was going to say something like Keith Oberman was on Joe Rogan's nuts, but I, then I realized it doesn't apply. So yeah. I just abandoned it completely. Literally thought you were going to the Caparulo story. <laughs> no, uh, we'll, we'll save that for last. Yeah. I th- but real, real quick, because I, I don't give a fuck about the COVID shit. And I've ta- I know that I've talked about Rogan enough. But I do find it fascinating that this keeps coming up, this fucking Rogan vaccine shit. White balls, you suck it. I know, I, I, I'm a Rogan guy. Listen, <laughs> I like to service the man. But that doesn't change the fact that he's a guy in a podcast, and I cannot stand, and I got it again today. Every time I tweet about this, I get people that say, uh, he has such a platform. Millions of people listen to him. Okay. First of all, that's the fault of millions of people. <laughs> right. You know, turn it off if he's giving you such horrible information. Okay, so I... Sorry about that. But uh, Keith Oberman, first off, can you read uh, Keith Oberman's tweet before we get to um, some things he's said in the past? Pull that up here. Um, let's see. Keith Oberman's had quite a week. First, he wants the Rockies to lock up the guy for saying the N-word. Where's the investigation? There was, yeah, a, what, there was one. I, I know. When did he say that? He said it the night before. Um, the night before, or maybe even the morning. He's like, well, still nothing out of the Rockies. What the fuck do they expect? Uh, you didn't. I thought you sent me the tweet. Hold on one sec. I got to find it. I, uh, I quote tweeted it, if that helps you. It actually will. Yeah, I haven't heard this guy talk about sports in like five years. <laughs> well, that's the point I want to make here. So just I, I want people to consider the source when this cunt talks. Read the uh, Keith Overman tweet and then we'll show just the, I mean, obvious hypocrisy of everything he's saying. <laughs> Keep in mind this dude like covers baseball. Uh, the gullible are not only being killed by amoral political assassins like Trump, DeSantis, and Rand Paul. Shout out. Love those guys. Uh, but they're actually also being led by uh, to their deaths by brain-dead, brain half-wit, D-list comedian named Joe Rogan. <laughs> so, so there are a couple things there. First of all, that's good. We should take all responsibility away from every human being and just assume that everyone is listening to Trump and Rogan for all their information. I got a better question. <laughs> What's that? So 
he we shouldn't be listening to Joe Rogan, but we got to listen to this fucking guy. I think I would rather listen to a dude who spent hundreds of hours interviewing doctors, not a dude talking about like Pedro Martinez change ups and shit. <laughs> interviewing doctors, professors, scientists, virologists, people. people who sp- and- <laughs> specify in viruses. <laughs> And and that doesn't mean Joe Rogan's right, by the way. No, but he's definitely got more of like a thumb on the pulse than this fucking idiot. He has ever he has just as much of a right uh, to a guy that called touchdowns for the Eagles. <laughs> now, I, let me let me rephrase that. Not called touchdowns. Told you about touchdowns that happened hours ago. Those white balls you suck in. <laughs> I know, but I like that it doesn't even apply anymore. <laughs> 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 yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> Keith, Keith Oberman, I mean, was a horrible political commentator to the point where he's been uh, fired from every job he's had. I think, including YouTube. Like, I think he, he got bounced from a YouTube show at one point. How the fuck does that happen? So, so he's failed at that on every single level and has gone. I mean, talk about fucking pathetic. Crawling back to begging ESPN for a job every time. Imagine, just fail at something, Keith Oberman. Except that you failed. Stop trying to be a political commentator. Then go to ESPN, would you please have me back? <laughs> Staying there for six months. <laughs> going to be a political commentator again. Failing miserably. Right. Because everyone sees right through what you're doing. He, he's He's not even hiding it, though. No, he's really not. But, I mean, he has the most hack. Boy, when I searched for the videos you're about to play... Did I find, <laughs> I mean, talk about, I've been called a one-trick pony in my day. Mm-hmm. Talk about a guy with videos, Keith Oberman versus Donald Trump, number 38, <laughs> is how he titles them. <laughs> <laughs> Keith Oberman's ultimate takedown of Donald Trump, num- number 79. <laughs> It's like, well, it wasn't a takedown, Keith, because you haven't got the first 78 tries didn't do the trick. So Keith Oberman says, and another thing I'll, I mean, say what you want about Joe Rogan's comedy. We talked about it yesterday that people call him. um, There's people in the comedy world or comedy fans that call him a hack because he's kind of loud and he humps the stool and talks about weed and sex and that type of shit. So say what you want about his comedy. I have no problem with that. He's not my favorite comedian either. But D-list comedian. I don't care how bad his comedy is. He's A-list. He made $100 million and has the biggest podcast in the world. Correct. I mean, even if you hate him and think he's a meathead fucking goon. Did you hear the story uh, that Shane told about him going out to the bar? Yeah, people were all over him. He went there. There was like 20 people at the bar and within an hour there was 300. Uh, you know, you know what is odd about that story is that I think if Keith Oberman went to the same bar, he might be able to enjoy his beverage peacefully. I think so. I don't know if people would be swarming Keith Oberman, asking him for pictures and autographs. People might actually even see the uh, glasses and just punch him in the face in Texas. That, that's Talk possible. about a washed up fucking D-lister. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Keith Oberman got famous for having silly banter with Dan Patrick between highlights. Yeah. Oh, what a tremendous dunk. That's what Keith Oberman is famous for. This A-list celebrity. Right. Fucking guy. I see I've lost you. No, no, I'm here. (laughs) 
<laughs> there's a point in, in the show. I, I noticed it. I rarely mention it, but there's always a point where I can tell, oh, Craig is looking at the comments now. No, I honestly got lost in this dumbass's face. <laughs> I was literally just. He staring. does have enchanting eyes. No, he's, so he's squinting says that, in his uh, gut. You shouldn't be listening to a meathead like Joe Rogan for uh, medical advice, which is interesting mm-hmm. because that probably means Keith Oberman, who does not have a medical degree, would never give you medical advice, right? We don't have any evidence of him doing that. Mm-hmm. The we no, do. that's when you point. The, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I was just about. To, I was just about to comment on his booze nose. He and says, mm-hmm, to me. <laughs> if look at this, you did you get a good look at this video? I'm not trying to be a sarcastic asshole. No, no, no. Does he have the, the alcoholic face? Yes. I know nothing about his drinking, by the way. I don't either, but he's got the nose. I don't know nose. if he does or not. He's got the nose for it. Interesting. Okay, so I just got my second dose of the vaccine out here at Aqueduct Racetrack in New York, where I once bet illegally as a 16-year-old, but everything since then has gone okay. <laughs> I just thought I should tell you this information that has nothing to do with anything I'm about to say. Well, that's his idea, and this is why, you know, like, there's never been a successful left-wing talk show host. Mm -hmm. Because they are so smug and smarmy. I take it back. Other than Bill Maher. Dave Rubin. Who's also smug and smarmy, but he's good at it. Dave Rubin's pretty good. Is he a left-wing guy? Yeah, he used to be on The Young Turks. Oh, I didn't. I for some reason I, th- I don't listen to him. I thought he was right wing, mm. but generally speaking, right wing guys have an easier time with it because they've got a better sense of humor. That's Keith Oberman's idea of funny. Yeah, that's the. Yes, problem. I've been a bad boy in the past. I gambled illegally when I was sixteen years old. <laughs> but Mike, Joe Rogan, do you list? Oberman, yes, Joe Rogan's a <laughs> Oberman, Oberman a lister. Joe Rogan's an unfunny comedian, but Keith... I'm sorry, Joe Rogan's an unfunny comedian, but Keith <laughs> Oberman's a... Did I say Joe Oberman? I don't even know. <laughs> I gotta stop looking at this dude's face, because I literally zone out when I stare at it. I like that Craig gets lost in his eyes. I'm lost in just whatever the fuck's going on with this shirt and this fucking quarter zip and the mask that's around his chin and not on. But let's play. Keith Oberman got the vaccine, but certainly he's not going to tell you to do it, right? Right. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about vaccine hesitancy, and I doubt that anybody who's watching my videos would be vaccine hesitant or vaccine Well, it's skeptic, good you're getting the message. You know somebody who is. A couple of points to make right after they injected it directly into my veins. Number one, side effects that you may hear about. They don't necessarily get caused by the thing that... I think he's got his phone on a tripod. Well, that's, I mean, he's a... Listen, Craig, he's a hard worker. Well, it's a racetrack. He doesn't want to bother the, the... It's not that he's been reduced to filming things by himself like he's fucking Mike Geary. <laughs> <laughs> he, you know, this wasn't... This is spur of the moment. He just got a fucking tripod and his phone's on it. It just came to him. He's like Robin Williams. He just wants to vamp. <laughs> it's God. a stream of consciousness. God damn it. I fucking hate getting notifications from PGA now. I don't even want to look. Just happened. I have another friend who got this first shot. Before his second shot, he had a foot injury. I had a foot injury. That does not mean this causes foot injuries. Number two, <laughs> too fast. I don't. Un- I don't even understand the logic of that. My favorite was the little huh, like <laughs> laugh like that he. The did. idea in in Keith Oberman's world, trust doctors, but doctors are telling you the side effects. He's saying, "Hey, other people have foot injuries." <laughs> 
It can't come from the vaccine. But no, it's definitely not the vaccine. Liz, Liz, I don't know if I misheard it, but just listen for the little <laughs> after he says it. Okay. That does not mean this causes foot injuries. Number two, <laughs> too fast, the development of this drug? No, not really. Moderna had this stuff ready on January 13th, 2020. They Why? <laughs> Why would they? That's very, it's very impressive. It's very impressive, Keith, that they just guessed <laughs> that we might have a global pandemic. How come if they had it ready in January 2020, I don't know, they put it out when the whole fucking thing started? Well, it builds character, Craig. You got to go through the the depths of hell to get up to heaven. Yes, Lewis, your foot injury was caused by the vaccine. I'm sorry. It was? Is Lewis saying that in the comments? Yeah. He said he's asking us if his foot injury was caused I think by it. it was. I mean, that's, you know. I get my medical advice from Keith Oberman, and he's suggesting that you get foot injuries from the vaccine. That's how I took it. Me too. Spent the last six, eight, 12 months working to make sure that this particular vaccine worked against this particular coronavirus. And it has. By the way, uh, is Keith Oberman a scientist who worked on the vaccine? This is my point. This is the same shit that Rogan's doing. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> It's just the same shit, but the opposite opinion that Oberman has. That's I, bizarre that Keith wouldn't like that. I got to calm. I got to calm down. I want to like do like our playful. Let's make fun of Keith Oberman. But I'm just over here like <laughs> I keep trying to be playful. I'm like, I'm responding to you as if you're joking, but you're getting angry. And <laughs> I'm just nodding and getting furious and turning more red is what's happening. But surely, Craig, this is the only video I could find of Keith Oberman. Uh, taking down anti-vaxxers. Well, it's funny that you say that, actually. Yes. Because there's actually a lot more. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's so weird. <laughs> now he gets what I'm doing, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Would you like Oberman versus unvaccinated athletes who threaten the games and enable the anti-vaxxers? I would mind, yes. <laughs> <laughs> or the hockey one. Which one? Well, go, uh, go play either one. Well, you know, play the athletes one first. Okay. It is time for all unvaccinated athletes. I've seen this one. I've seen this one before. This is ridiculous. Congratulations, I sent it to you. I know, I did not watch it today. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I would like if Craig did that with everything. Every, every subject we talk about. I, I read this article, actually. I do want to point out the booze nose has disappeared in this video, so I think there's something to it. Interesting. Well, in Lab Rat and the likes, start investigating. See yeah. if Keith Oberman, you know, indulges in the drink. Maybe he's getting all sauced up and making these videos. I don't know. Yeah, if he's got a nose like that, he definitely touches waitresses that he shouldn't. So let's find out. Is that a man you can... Now, I wouldn't make that <laughs> allegation. <laughs> I said, let's find out. I didn't say... Yes, yeah, so that's, that's a good idea. Let's find out if he says... <laughs> It is time for all unvaccinated athletes to be removed from their teams. The Boy, first game after base. That sounds like advice to me. <laughs> Once again. Boy, Keith, you really made us dig for it. The opening line is advice to athletes on whether or not to get the vaccine. And you know what? We should strip them of their profession in the way they yeah, make money. Just take away, take away their rights and their ability to make money. Ah, oh, friggin' Matt Damon, this guy. Because he sure is. He's a real Damon. But 
I, I like the idea that, you know, athletes are just all football players. Their careers last 20 years and they all make millions of dollars a year. Right. So fuck them. You know, let's take away their jobs. They can afford it. Mm. Yeah, they don't need it, especially hockey players. Let's see what he says about this bullshit. Ball's all-star break. The Red Sox at the Yankees was canceled. At least six positives on the Yankees, including a player just back from the all-star game. If the all-star game was not a mini super spreader event, if it wasn't the COVID home run derby, we all... Oh, this motherfucker's reading too. So he's that guy? I can... He's like every event is a super spreader event? Oh, this so we pa- shouldn't be gathering? Somebody uh, take this pause screen here and just do some fun stuff with this Photoshop. <laughs> um... A lot of those white balls you suck in. Definitely opens himself up for some some of that fun stuff. Oh, that is fun. A <laughs> caption contest. <laughs> if Court Minahan's in here, I know you know what I'm talking about. That's all he does on Twitter. So please. <laughs> I like that we're we're calling out fans. You get what I'm saying, right? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Eh? <laughs> One of the nine guys who watches the show live. Yeah, that's why. That's why I'm. Well, that's why we like this, Mike. Yes. <laughs> but the people that are live in here, we get it. It is. It is a close knit brotherhood and sisterhood. We accept all kinds here. So if you want to subscribe and join the live chat, make sure you check out Patreon.com/slash Blind Mike. Yeah. Uh huh. Extra goodies. <laughs> Thank you, Jerry. Now, Jerry, would you introduce uh, your our, your good friend Keith Oberman for us? Uh, just play extra goodies again is all I was asking for, and then Keith. It's like it's the only drop I got for the show right now. Extra goodies. The chemistry here is like <laughs> like you've never seen. We get when I zig, he zags. <laughs> A few times. All lucked out, just as if the upcoming Olympics aren't a full-scale super spreader disaster. Him reading is For making me mad. For anybody but a player to get onto a baseball field now, they have to produce proof of vaccination and wear a mask because many players remain deliberately and even defiantly unvaccinated. It's the players. Okay, I don't care. Or- you see where it's going. But... If it wasn't uh, already spoiled, certainly Keith Overman doesn't do a rant like this again. No. But this was the, this was the funniest one. So I, I I think we've made our point. But this is now how I like. He's calling Joe Rogan a hack comedian. Uh, listen to the way that Keith Oberman talks to other adults that he definitely doesn't look down at. This is Oberman versus the vaccine hesitant. I have this evening attended a sporting event for the first time in a year and a half. He is wearing a sweatshirt with a Rangers jersey over it. He's very brave. Yeah. He's That's a, a cool look, by the way, for a guy who's supposed to lose this, like, professional. Yeah. He's in the concourse of the stadium with the, the mask around his chin, not on his face. He's this great uh, news, evidently a leader of, of um, the American people based on these fucking stump speeches he's making. Yeah, this is the first time like, to- I got a Rangers jersey on. <laughs> I'm one of you. This is all- I have the jersey of a man who's probably 40 years younger than me. <laughs> That's one of my rules. I have a few jerseys. They all have to be older than me or I feel strange. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't really wear jerseys anymore. I like a nice basketball jersey in the summer just because I'm a- you know, larger man. What else really fits? Yeah, in hot weather. Like I have, I have a Ray Bork and a Bobby Orr jersey. Hmm, those are my go-to's. Well, let's see what Keith Oberman has to say in his uh, snappy attire. 
me explain to you why you should have the vaccine. Boy, that's we- a weird way of phrasing that to not be advice, you fucking retard. <laughs> There's also people walking around him. So his whole fucking under the chin mask shit is just a show. And I want to know who's filming this because this is the first one that I've seen that someone else is clearly filming it. I also like someone's like got their iPhone up and it's like, is that Keith Oberman? How sad is that? And it's in New York. So this is like a high possibility that someone goes, hey, Keith, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We got to redo it. Exactly. We'd never see it. (laughs) We oh, let's uh, let's hear why Keith tells us you should get the vaccine, which seems like not really dancing around it. Time in a year and a half. Explain to you why you should have the vaccine. You can go to places like this, Madison Square Garden, and not worry about whether or not you are going to die. I hate to be as blunt. Why won't anyone hire me? <laughs> I like that. In Keith Oberman's world, there's definitely no hyperbole here. <laughs> it's not a, a hack, uh, news pundit move. To be like, you're going to die if you leave the house. (laughs) (laughs) In Keith Oberman's world, everyone for the last year and a half has been like, oh, I've got to step outside today. How am I going to face it? (laughs) Oh, 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 fuck. 90% of the country is not afraid to leave the house. Even the vaccinated people. They're not afraid to leave the house, you dumb cunt. Dude, it's coming back. It is coming back. What are the, I was wondering that today. What, uh, what are the numbers like? I don't know, but today I went into a whole bunch of stops, and they're like, hey, just so you know, we're masking up again. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's fun. And my sister- Yeah, sis- I, know, uh, I know California. You know what? California pulled a move that I'm sure the, you know, crazy right-wing- It's against your rights. But California pulled a move I kind of don't mind. They said teachers either have to get the vaccine or get COVID tested uh, weekly. Perfect. I've that's per absolutely. I have zero issue with that because then you don't have to put something in your body if you don't want to. It's no different than being drug tex- tested, except this could affect the people around you. I also don't give. So it a just fuck. makes sense to do. I also don't give a fuck if I go to a place and they ask me to wear a mask. It's their building. If they want me to do oh, it, I don't give a fuck about that either. What I kind of do give a fuck about is. The government saying, uh, even right. if you don't want care if people wear masks in your establishment, now you have to demand it. Correct. That's the problem. Because it's uh, like if someone comes to my house right now and I say put on a mask, that's my fucking choice. Don't sure. come. Don't come in then. Not a big deal. Well, I think there was one more incentive that Keith gives. I forget. No. Not worry about whether or not you are going to die. <laughs> I hate to be as the way he says "die" is so <laughs> delightful. You are going to die. <laughs> I assure you. I am not panic mongering. <laughs> it just remi- I'm not trying to get clicks from being sensational. Yeah. You will die if you leave the house. It, it was said in the same vein as uh, Team America World Police when he's like, I will never die. <laughs> That's what he is. He's a, a Trey Parker and Matt Stone yeah. sketch of a news guy. Yeah. I'm not worry about whether or not you are going to die. I hate to be as blunt and perhaps as blasé about it. Blasé. I don't know if that's blasé, but... Seriously with yourself. Blasé would be like, nah, you're going to die. <laughs> blasé. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're going to die. It's no big deal. Don't worry about it. He's like, you're going to die. <laughs> Whether or not you're going to die. Like, he's still a newscaster. <laughs> I'm just with my buddies at the game. Blasé is also a word he wanted to... Like, 
not that it's a big word, but it makes you sound a little more sophisticated, but he's using it wrong. <laughs> Vince McMahon fired that word off in one of his most famous uh, uh, speeches when he realized that the fans were sick of like the little kid shit in like 94. Yeah. He's like, yeah, we're going to put out product uh, products that's not so blase. Like, and I was like, ugh, <laughs> fucking Vince. <laughs> Disgusting. That's true. Yeah. Family, but that's ultimately what it comes down to. I had the confidence to take the subway here and then to sit through a game in an indoor arena. Something I would wow. have imagined. <gasps> oh my goodness. <laughs> that's a confident man. <laughs> you lived your life. Good for you. I like the idea Keith Oberman's walking down the street with a little strut in his step, <laughs> getting on the subway, and people are going, who is that? Wow. Now that's a man with confidence. Not a single second of hesitation. Look at that handsome Rangers jersey. <laughs> <laughs> he must be going to the Mets game. <laughs> I like. I want like an 80s, uh, an 80s style sitcom theme. To be playing while uh, Oberman makes the rounds of New York, showing how <laughs> confident he is. <laughs> You're shaking hands. Hey, how you doing? Grabbing a slice of pie. <laughs> Just do the Louis open. <laughs> Just Keith Oberman doing the Louis open. <laughs> Boy, the confidence. <laughs> Takes a bite of pizza, throws it in the trash. <laughs> Sprays it with disinfectant. Going around town, getting looks from all the pretty girls. <laughs> Hello, ladies. <laughs> Boy, he can walk with his chin up. That's a confident man. Doing as recently as three months ago, or even two months ago, the vaccination is the key for not just you going to this event, but everybody else who is in the building tonight and everybody else who wants to go to this. Fuck this guy. Oh, my God. I hate him. I'm just getting mad again. I thought there was one more. Keep playing, because I, I thought I said something about, like, the Zambonis. Oh, good. I hope so. You as somebody who might be the youngest person in America who could actually say this. In the first grade, there was a kid in my class who wore braces on his legs because he had polio, because somebody he knew did not get the vaccine, and he got that disease. How fucking old is Keith Oberman? I don't know, but wouldn't that mean the kid that got it also did not get the vaccine? Well, that's the idea, Craig. No, but he said he got it from someone who didn't have the I vaccine. Know. I know, which is why the entire thing is fucking idiotic. Because if you get the vaccine, you're safe. But my point is, we're listening to a man that's old enough to have gotten polio? That's, wasn't that like the 40s, 50s? I thought it, it was even before that. Where it ended? <laughs> Jesus. Keith Oberman must be 109 years old. Oh, my God. This guy's such a fucking cunt. <laughs> a kid in my class. Now, you can tell how hip I am with this Rangers jersey, but I was in the class of someone who had polio. Huh? Oh, <laughs> and when one kid got the measles, that was a hell of a day. You know what's gone too? Chicken pox. Don't hear about it anymore. I don't know. They, that must still be around, no? I have kids that, you know, probably. You never hear about it? No. You hear that, folks? Get vaccinated. We've got rid of ch chicken pox. <laughs> That'd be great if the, the new vaccine is just re-administering chicken pox. I like Keith Oberman just going through old diseases, though. Yeah. He's like, you know, in, in my day, you got lupus. 
No, but this is the You don't sh- hear about lupus yeah. anymore, do you? This That's why you should get vaccinated. It's never lupus. Don't you watch House? Oh, what is it? I know. He always suggests lupus, and then they check, and it's never lupus. Really? Yeah. What a bizarre hook. Yeah. Um, this guy fucking sucks. This is the shit I hate the most, I think, <laughs> in this country. Is Yeah, no, fuck Keith Overman. I, I know. I hate to do I You know, hopefully we had some uh, fun with it. <laughs> I, tr- I tried my best. <laughs> God forbid we have a few yucks. I'm just, but, I'm just looking at his face going like the motherfucker. <laughs> Jerry, uh, Craig's still in uh, Jerry mode. He can't get past it. I know. The last time I talked about something this serious, the other person was going like, yeah. Like, like, like <laughs> cheering, cheering me on. Oh, he'd love it. <laughs> there you go, Ironhead. Give got, it to him. I got to get back. I got to get back to my roots. Um, so yeah, fuck Keith Overman. The idea of him calling anyone a D-list comedian is hilarious. Um, and I'm certain I'm being hypocrite. I probably said that about Jake Flores yesterday. Those white balls. <laughs> so who the fuck am I? But, <laughs> but at least I admit it. I'm like this smug prick. They're all, they all are. Everyone mind your fucking business. Yeah. Mind your P's and Q's. Oh. Now, as we say that, uh, real quick, do you want to stick our noses in the middle of a comedy beef? I don't know. Uh, this might take a bit. Yeah, you think we should save it? I think it's evergreen. Okay. Well, can you explain it to me real quick? The, Tease the people a little. Well, that's the thing is most of the time would be us trying to be like, where did this figure start? It out. <laughs> where did this start? Because I've looked in other places and can't figure out the beginning. I got to tell you, from what I can understand, the gist of it does. So it's funny. Because I was, you know, I not grew up. But and for the people wondering, uh, we're talking about the beef between Joey Diaz slash Joe Rogan and John Caparulo. Yeah, I was about to explain it. I know. I saw people. <laughs> I saw people asking. So. I mean, I know. I was telling them. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. Let me tell you who we're talking about. Hold on, Mike. Real quick. I want to tell the people who we're about to talk about. I've fucking got Overman, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> Craig's on his game today, folks. Off. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I, you know, I was, I came up a Joey Diaz and Joe Rogan fan. So my instinct was kind of to defend them. And without ever hearing John Caparulo's side of it, I was always like, fuck John Caparulo. <laughs> so you don't know who John Caparulo is. He was on Chelsea Lately a bunch. That's the only thing I know him from. Mm-hmm. Got uh, kind of a funny voice. I'm not doing a good impression, but that sort of nasally thing. I really thought he was on a TV show, not not like yet, like Yes Dear or something. <laughs> you're thinking of Mike O'Malley. No, not Michael. <laughs> I know Mike O'Malley was on that. Oh, oh, then you're thinking of maybe Billy Gardell? I don't know. I'm going to have to. I'll, you talk. I'm going to look up his IMDb. <laughs> All right. It's, it's something like that. It's fine. It's taking too long to get Yes Deer in the mix on this show. <laughs> you, like, you like that poll? Took us eight months for a Yes Deer reference. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so John Caparulo, it seemed like kind of an asshole to me, and I never liked Chelsea Handler, so I always associated him with her. So based on nothing, I kind of just trusted Joey Diaz in this feud that they have, and I listened to John Caparulo's story, on some radio show in Cleveland, Rover, I think. Uh, um, yeah. Tell this story about Joe Rogan and Joey Diaz and basically mm-hmm. calling them assholes. And I kind of see his side of the story. Um, 
I think I think his the title for his shows are pretty good. Um, seems well, genius. Actually, it's called the Very Funny Show. Pretty good. Oh boy, <laughs> pretty good. Oh god, <laughs> I'm working with a John Caparulo <laughs> ripoff. <laughs> mine's not, you know, mine's broad. It's very. It's not the world's best cup of coffee. It's just. I thought you said it was very funny show. The very funny show. Oh, okay, that makes it different. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, he I'm surprised has, if you guys are the only very good show. I would have thought that would have been. I checked twelve times. Yeah, I'm surprised by that. Yeah. Pretty. That's what. That's the main reason why I jumped on it because I said it at first as a joke, and I was like, "Well, it's not." Taken. We've got gold here, boys. <laughs> I was like, "It's not taken." <laughs> Look at me now, ma. <laughs> Hold on. I like the idea. I like that because that would be an old t- like radio thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of like you know, like radio.com. The idea that people would just search radio and find radio.com. Yeah. They would have had the idea like. Well, if people are searching for a very good show, <laughs> right. find it. Right. The only <laughs> the only thing we don't have very good show of is the fucking Twitter, which pisses me off. It was available. It's very good shows if you're looking to follow us. Very annoying. It's at very good show on Instagram. That wasn't taken. Shocked by that. By the way, do you guys use YouTube? Very rarely. I went to watch the show on YouTube the other day. You would have had a view. Ah. <sighs> And I, you know, there was nothing there. I, I, when the, the way we would have to move to sit, to fit in a camera in my bedroom right now is just annoying. So. Oh, so when I do shows with you guys, I wouldn't be seeing all of you. Um, if I could see. Oh, the last one we, we sat, I just turned all my shit a certain way, but for us, I don't give a fuck. So that's why I don't do it yet. So once the studio spirit, once the studio's done, you know. Hey, doors up, people. Oh, hey, I'm glad you said that. Doors up. Where, where, what's happening with this studio? I'm getting furious. <laughs> it's what's what's going on? Tell us. It's what's happening. So the door went up and the crown molding went on, but now I got to wait for the plastic guy again to do the patches before I can paint. And once the patches, you know, with all the shit he's got to do, I can paint and then put the rug in. I got to do all that shit after I paint so I don't ruin everything that goes in. It's all this shit that has to be done in a certain order, which is the furiating part. Do you need, maybe this is a blind guy talking. Mm-hmm. Do you need to paint a room? I always think that when people are painting. So what's the difference? Uh, this, yeah, you do. Hmm, all right. Yeah. That's my, I'm sure that frustrates Alba. My theory on everything, it, like if it comes to like aesthetics, mm-hmm. you know, like making the, the, the place perfect. In my mind, who's going to notice, you know, (laughs) who gives a shit? Well, that must be nice for her because she's like, well, I can make all those decisions because he doesn't give a shit. Well, that and she probably gets away without wearing makeup and God knows what, you know, (laughs) sometimes I just tell her to slap an extra coat on just in case, in case I'm missing something. Uh, Carano should Um, paint Jerry's wall. Don't know what that means, but funny. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So the studio will be done when do you think? What's the prediction? I get, when will I'm, it be broadcastable? Uh, I'm going to call it. It really depends on the plaster at this point. Because it's delaying the premiere of why are you left? I know. Way. I know. And the yeah, thing, for those of you that don't know. The thing is, with, this, uh, yeah, with the plaster. The history of comedy podcast we want to do. Why are you laughing? I would like to do it in person. All three of us. Mm-hmm. And I would like to have. Uh, I, ideally, I'd like to have at least eight recorded before we 
start. Smart. Because I know Mike's, I, I suspect Mike's going to be the real, we're really going to stick in my craw on this one. Oh, you didn't enjoy his response? I suspect he's going to be the thorn in my side on this. When we were talking uh, the other day, and you're like, oh, yeah, when we, what did he say? Because it was, he funny. said, we'll make something work. Yeah, that's what it was. It's like, oh, good. That really narrows it down for me. <laughs> so now on my calendar, I've got to leave all the days open. <laughs> <laughs> See if we can make something work. Oh, what did he say exactly? I think it was. I think it was pretty close to that. Oh, it was even worse because you asked uh, when can we knock out a certain amount, and mm -hmm. uh, I said aside from this coming weekend, I should be around. And then uh, Mike just goes, "Yeah, I'm sure we can do it." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sure too. I'm positive, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure we can do it. That was never the, the hindrance. <laughs> my my uh, assurity, if that's a word, was never the issue. But yeah, uh, it's just one of those fucking things and you, you do the bulk stuff and then it gets down to the shit you got to do in an order or else you're going to fuck the whole room up. I only really care about two walls, to be completely honest, the ones that the cameras will be seeing. Of course, yeah. That's why I just uh, go, just kind of patch it so I can paint it. Oh, and the other very good show question I have, mm -hmm. and maybe I missed it. I don't think I've listened to this week's episode yet. Yeah. In fact, I know I haven't. I don't know why I said I don't think. <laughs> you know what? I'm uh, not sure if I got around to it. In fact, I'm certain I haven't. I deliberately <laughs> have not. No, I'm a very good show fan. I genuine, generally listen, but I did not this week. But uh, is Madawaska Rob producing it, or what the hell's going on? He called in this week, and it was the first time he had correspondence with Matt and Mike. And then Mike does he still does he still want to produce the show? Yeah, he had something going on in his personal life that's pretty shitty. So I understand him not you know feeling like a clown. Okay, all right, that's fair. Yeah, I'll it's, allow it. It's like as a, as a fan, it's like a grade A fire shitty. All right, well, we don't need to air his, you know, personal I wasn't going to, but I was just letting it know. <laughs> he told me to let the people... It felt like you kept, kept wanting me to ask, so you could no, say, no, no, I'm no. not going to say. No, no, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. Don't don't ask me, because I'm not going to tell. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. I get All to, right, what is it? <laughs> I, get, I can tell you after, but he wanted me to tell the people that were curious about it, because he gets shit on it all day, from what I gather. Oh, that sucks. Um... Uh, he just wanted people to know that it'll be a little bit. Okay, good. Well, I hope all is well with him. He's a good man. I, I, I kid around, but he's a, a good egg. Yeah. Bought me and Justin a lunch once. He did. That's how you know he's a good guy. Great guy. Um, so, yeah, study up on... Uh, on uh, do, 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 What were we talking about? Oh, Joey Diaz and John Caparulo. <laughs> if you're interested in that feud, study up on it. I thought we were going to get to it today. I don't know. Maybe we'll never get to it. But... Uh, you know, if you guys are interested, then we'll talk about it in the next live stream. We should make this our rock opera and just never get to it. <laughs> possibly, uh, possibly live stream this weekend if you're around. I will be not around until I don't know, actually. Oh, right. You said you couldn't do this weekend. So um, because I'm recording a very good show Sunday night when I get back because I'm going away. Okay. Uh, also, would you guys have time Sunday night for maybe a very good show? An extra one. That we can probably do. Okay. We'll see about that. Maybe you guys will get a uh, uh, very good show next week. Oh, and for the uh, people that are listening live, and for those of you that aren't subscribed, uh, this will be up now for you. So you can go to patreon.com slash blind mic 
to uh, check this out. But if you're watching live tomorrow night, uh, TV Time Capsule is back. And uh, I mentioned yesterday, it is uh, from a, a time where Nick Kroll couldn't say, uh, no, I don't want to do that. But the thing is, he could. He has so much money. He does. But I mean, if you're trying to make it as an actor or a comedian, you got to accept jobs like that. He was he's fucking starring in it, you know? Right. Um, so it is. It's interesting. Uh, Nick Kroll starred in a very, a very subtle. If you're an insider like me or Craig and you're a real, you know, film and TV buff and really pick up on the nuance you'll notice that it is a a very subtle allegory for race relations in this country. (laughs) And by subtle... (laughs) Very subtle. You might not notice till five, maybe six seconds in. (laughs) I was going to say, it's like getting hit by a Mack truck on the highway, subtle. Yeah. Uh, So check that out. TV time capsule uh, Thursday night for those of you uh, that aren't signed up to Patreon.com slash Blind Mike. Extra good. For as little as $1 a month. Uh, if you sign up for the year, you get two months free. So that's fun. And uh, we have all kinds of bonus stuff. Like if you're a very good show fan, sign up for Christ's sake. Yeah. They, those guys don't see any of the money, but you know. No. We'll, we'll Extra work on that. Um, yeah, that, that's another thing. I, you know, I, uh, now I'm starting to see it's reversed uh, from when you started. People hated Craig. I didn't talk. Which made, which, which is a weird reason to hate you, honestly. But true. I'd hate you more now, frankly. <laughs> but but uh, people hated Craig at the beginning, which made them, you know, be forced to like me a little more. Now I'm seeing people like you more than me. I've You're def- overtaking me on my own program here. I have not seen that. Oh, I've seen one, maybe two tweets about it. Oh, wow. <laughs> I have so it's got to be true it has that to be. Craig is taking over. So uh, if you want to get Craig paid, what I'm trying to say here, if you want to put a little money in this guy's pocket, mm. you know, I send the money when I can afford it. So I can afford it. If you guys all, if everyone that listened to this podcast signed up for Patreon.com/slash/BlindMike, I could quit my fucking job. A healthy salary. Yeah, I could quit my job, please. Yeah. So come on, please. Uh, so yeah, sign up to that. Listen to very good show, please, and check out uh, Vaulted Podcast. If you're, if you do your own podcast, if you're trying to be like one of the pros on Very Good Show, <laughs> then uh, check out Matt from Rhode Island, who works for Vaulted Podcasts um, Studio in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. They'll hook you up. He edits our clips, does a very good job, and uh, check out his podcast, The Average Nobodies. There might even be an episode out. Uh, yeah, what's that? They don't do an episode every week? I don't fucking know. It's all over the place. I saw you giving them the business. Always. I try to motivate them through humiliation. That's good. That's one thing. I will try my darndest to make sure a very good show drops the same time. So I was like, <laughs> why can you please help me? I fucked off. <laughs> I, uh, uh, we haven't heard from the comments much. Anything from them or should we just... Do we not need them this week? Um, let's see. Keep What's up the chatter the, about with those fools? Keep up the good work, boys. Nick Kroll sucks. Uncle Drew is a shit movie, and his TV show is trash. Um, oh, it's not Uncle Drew we're watching. Definitely not Uncle Drew, but I like where your head's at. 
He, t- <laughs> he took the racist part literally. It seems. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is more subtle than that. I'll give I'll give ABC that another hint for you. Uh, extra goodies. Uh, add, okay. Add an extra. T- <laughs> What's this? Uh, add an extra tier where we can mute Mike and just listen to Craig. <laughs> oh, now that's very hurtful. <laughs> Who said that? Uh, Kirk Expose 5- them. Kirk 5K. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the VG- One of our most loyal listeners. VG- or so I thought. Yeah, the VGB. Uh, can Ironhead sit in with KMS on Friday? Absolutely not. Um, oh, you know what? <laughs> I'm working. <laughs> oh, are you? Yeah. I have no power. I'm a powerless man in that situation, but Justin would have been getting a text. <laughs> <laughs> That would, that would have been hilarious. That was, he would have flipped the fuck out. <laughs> I think he would have just not done the show. <laughs> he would have flipped the fuck out. He's turned on me, for sure. <laughs> I, I don't imagine he thinks about you too often. <laughs> well, no, every time. You're like, he's just, it, it went from, I hope he's dead. <laughs> now he's just like, I really fucking hate him. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't help when you just keep telling him everything he would hate to hear. <laughs> I don't do that on purpose. I apologize if it comes off that way. Oh, yeah, definitely not. <laughs> All right, you traitors. I don't want to talk to these people anymore if they're turning on me. Uh, Kirk 5K, take it back. I know you don't mean it. Uh, Matt from Providence, did he get banned? From, oh, that's different. Matt in Rhode Island. Did he get banned? Different from, Matt from Rhode Island. Yeah, not, not the same guy. Did he get banned from Kirk? I don't know what that means. Uh, I don't know. I don't know that he was ever an armor. But and another person asking me to go in on Friday. Sorry, can't. All right. Well, hey, listen, that you can uh, send to uh, Dave Cullinane or Justin Trudeau. Those are the men that handle that. I have no power. I would find it funny. <laughs> That's your big celebrity guest is Craig. The funniest part would literally be the first two three minutes. <laughs> I mean, the first five seconds, maybe. <laughs> well, because he would be furious for probably like two minutes. Yeah, yeah. And then and then he'd be miserable. <laughs> and start asking uh, him something stupid about his truck. <laughs> you know? Oh, that'd be great. Well, we can dream for a world yeah. where that happens. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, thank you for supporting the show. Oh, and I, I should say, I, we, let's just take 40 minutes on plugs at the end of our I was going to say, we, we are the longest send-off team in the history of time. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do it at the end, so you don't have to, you know. That's true. You don't have to listen to it if you don't want to. You missed but, all uh, that, that good stuff. A free way to support the show, you guys already know. Every podcast says it. Subscribe, leave a five-star review, and uh, watch on YouTube, please, for Christ's sake. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, pitiful channel right now. It's true. So go subscribe to the YouTube, tap the notification bell, like, comment, all that good stuff. All right, now I'll let you, now I'll release you. You're free to go. Goodbye, everybody. And I think to myself, wow. What a beautiful world I see clouds Fuck you.